Today, we witness Jesus' healing power at the Pool of Bethesda, challenging religious rules and offering hope to a man suffering for 38 years. Hey, fellow creations, it's Elijah here. Welcome to the Bible in Prayer podcast, the show where we simply read the Bible and then pray about it. Bible and prayer are fundamental elements of the Christian faith, and we need to build lasting habits of both of these. Join us on the Bible and Prayer podcast every weekday as we strive to make Bible and prayer habits in our lives. Tap that follow button to subscribe to the Bible and Prayer podcast so you don't miss the rest of the Gospel of John or the future books that we'll be covering together. Join us as we explore John chapter 5 today, where Jesus performs a miraculous healing at the Pool of Bethesda, sparking controversy and revealing his authority and compassion. So looking at the context of the Gospel of John, as a reminder, John's Gospel portrays Jesus as the divine word who became flesh, offering salvation and eternal life to those who believe in him. He performs miracles, he teaches with authority, and he faces opposition from the religious leaders and is ultimately crucified, put to death for our sins, and raises from the dead, proving that everything he had said about himself was true. He really is the Son of God, the Word of God become flesh. Now let's zoom in on John chapter 5. In chapter 5, Jesus encounters a man lying by the pool of Bethesda, a place believed to have healing properties. This pool was associated with a specific ritual, waiting for the water to be stirred up and then running down into the water, seeing who would be first to be healed. Now, Jesus chooses this man, disregarding the established order at the pool, and he heals him instantly. Now, this act sparks outrage from religious authorities who accuse him of breaking Sabbath law. So with that context, let's jump right into John chapter 5 and read it together. After these things, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now in Jerusalem, by the Sheep Gate, there is a pool, which is called in Hebrew, Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of those who were sick, blind, lame, or paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water, for an angel went down at certain times into the pool and stirred up the water. Whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was healed of whatever disease he had. A certain man was there who had been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had been sick for a long time, he asked him, Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up, but while I'm coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, Arise, take up your mat, and walk. Immediately, the man was made well and took up his mat and walked. Now, it was the Sabbath on that day. So the Jews said to him who was healed, It is the Sabbath. It is not lawful for you to carry the mat. He answered them, He who made me well said to me, Take up your mat and walk. Then they asked him, Who is the man who said to you, Take up your mat and walk? But he who was healed didn't know who it was, for Jesus had withdrawn, a crowd being in the place. Afterward, 
Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, Behold, you are made well. Sin no more, so that nothing worse happens to you. The man went away and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had made him well. For this cause, the Jews persecuted Jesus and sought to kill him because he did these things on the Sabbath. But Jesus answered them, My father is still working, so I am working too. For this cause, therefore, the Jews sought all the more to kill him, because not only did he break the Sabbath, but also called God his own father, making himself equal with God. Jesus therefore answered them, Most certainly I tell you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the Father doing. For whatever things he does, these the Son also does likewise. For the Father has affection for the Son and shows him all things that he himself does. He will show him greater works than these that you may marvel. For as the Father rises the dead and gives them life, even so the Son also gives life to whom he desires. For the Father judges no one, but he has given all judgment to the Son, that all may honor the Son, even as they honor the Father. He who doesn't honor the Son doesn't honor the Father who sent him. Most certainly I tell you, he who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and doesn't come into judgment, but has passed out of death into life. Most certainly I tell you, the hour comes and now is when the dead will hear the Son of God's voice and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, even so, he gave to the Son also to have life in himself. He also gave his authority to execute judgment, because he is a Son of Man. Don't marvel at this, for the hour comes in which all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and will come out, those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. I can of myself do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is righteous, because I don't seek my own will, but the will of my Father who sent me. If I testify about myself, my witness is not valid. It is another who testifies about me. I know that the testimony which he testifies about me is true. You have sent to John, and he has testified to the truth. But the testimony which I receive is not from man. However, I say these things that you may be saved. He was the burning and shining lamp, and you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light. But the testimony which I have is greater than that of John. For the works which the Father gave me to accomplish, the very works that I do testify about me that the Father has sent me. The Father himself who sent me has testified about me. You have neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his form. You don't have his word living in you because you don't believe him whom he sent. 
You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. And these are they which testify about me. Yet you will not come to me, that you may have life. I don't receive glory from men, but I know you, that you don't have God's love in yourself. I have come in my Father's name, and you don't receive me. If another comes in his own name, you will receive him. How can you believe who receive glory from one another, and you don't seek the glory that comes from the only God? Don't think that I will accuse you to the Father. There is one who accuses you, even Moses, on whom you have set your hope. For if you believed Moses, you would believe me, for he wrote about me. But if you don't believe his writings, how will you believe my words? All right, that does it for our reading from John chapter 5 today. Now I want to jump in and notice a couple of things before we get to our prayer. First, I want us to notice something about Jesus, his authority and compassion. See, Jesus demonstrates his divine authority by healing on the Sabbath, challenging religious rules and prioritizing compassion over legalism. He's showing the Pharisees that he is the one with the authority and he chooses to demonstrate compassion over legalism. And in so doing, he invites us to see beyond the flesh and, and experience his healing power and then mirror his compassion for the lost and the hurting. So that's who Jesus is. He is the one with the authority and compassion. But now let's look at the man that was healed. He had faith that was supposed to lead into action. So we start off by seeing his faith. The healed man's lack of knowledge about Jesus highlights the importance of faith. He didn't really understand who Jesus was. He just said, that's the one that healed me. That's the guy. He spoke up about Jesus. He didn't understand everything, but he knew that Jesus was the one who healed him. This shows the importance of faith. You know, sometimes we don't understand, but we need to speak up and stand up for Jesus and say, he's the one that healed me. And it led into action. While Jesus initiated the healing, Jesus emphasizes that the man needs to then actively obey and trust Jesus from then on. When he met him later in the temple, he said, go and sin no more. See, this reminds us that we need to respond to God's grace and healing with faith and obedience. So that's the lesson that we learn from the man. Yeah, Jesus comes to us to heal us, but then it's our turn to do something for Jesus, to live in faith and obedience after he heals us. And another thing that we see here is Jesus offering eternal life. Jesus' conversation with the healed man connects his physical healing to the offer of eternal life. He reveals himself as the source of not only physical life, but also of spiritual life. And he invites us to believe in him for salvation. So let's pray about these things. 
God in heaven, you are good. You are holy. You are awesome and mighty, and we submit to you. Thank you so much for Jesus and his healing power. Thank you for his authority that he shows in healing this man in John chapter 5. Thank you for his compassion that he prioritizes souls. He prioritizes people over rules and regulations. And he teaches us to do the same, that he shows us what true love and compassion looks like. Thank you for Jesus prioritizing us and having compassion on us even when the rest of the world may not. Jesus looks at us and he has compassion for us. Thank you, Father, for the compassion that Jesus has shown toward us and the authority that he has to do something about our hurting and our pain, even when the rest of the world does not want to act. Thank you for Jesus' authority and compassion. And thank you, Father, for the example of the man who was healed, how Jesus healed him and Jesus expected him to actively obey in faith after having been healed. Father, we recognize that we are healed by Jesus and we recognize that now we have a part to play in the work that Jesus is doing in the world to actively follow and be faithfully obedient to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Thank you for healing us and help us to be faithful and help us to embrace our healing by Jesus, that he can heal us not only physically, but he heals us spiritually as well. We are made whole spiritually because of Jesus Christ. Thank you so much, Father. Help us to walk out in faith and obedience because of Jesus' healing power. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Remember, Jesus offers not only physical healing, but also the promise of eternal life. Let's not be like the Pharisees who prioritized legalism over compassion. Let's embrace Jesus' compassion and actively follow him on the path to service, wholeness, and salvation. Remember to follow and subscribe and join us next time for John chapter 6. This has been Elijah with the Bible in Prayer podcast. Until next time, we love you all. God bless.